Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Off the Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews for Bob Jane T-Mart's tire and wheel specialists. Yes, hello, Scott Sattler. My favourite time of the week, the weekends. How are you, my <laughs> no, I'm very, I'm very well, very well. It's uh, a huge surprise with the uh, the result on the Thursday night game, Jace. Um, Not really. Oh, well, you're a Mad Rabbits fan, as I, as I am, but I, I thought Parramatta might, might have been able to strike a bit of a blow leading into the finals, but they are treading water at the moment. So, um, yeah, a, an amazing an amazing win by the Rabbits uh, to kick off uh, this round, this weekend. Round 16, yeah, yeah, some other things I'm looking forward to over this weekend, um, which in, concerns the regional folk of rugby league as well. Concerns the regional? That's a really good hook and tease, Scott Sattler. Mm. Because I can't see that on the script here anywhere. Actually, speaking of our script, mm. every week, what's the first... It's, called, it's actually called a run sheet. Yeah, it's called... Yeah, well, okay, yeah. well, all right. Well, when you do one, yep. you can call it whatever you like. Um, it says, another massive week in the NRL. I haven't changed that for the last seven weeks. And see the next thing on there? Um, Seabold. Seabold, gone. It's there every week as well. <laughs> All I've done is added the word no, gone. Is Seabold going? It's just been changed <laughs> I've just now. just changed it. Yeah, yeah, officially gone. Yeah, it's been a huge week. And it has been. Usually massive. the Brisbane Broncos, you know, south of the border especially, is, is not really ahead of topic, is it? But no. it has been all this week. has been all this week. It's probably the... The worst kept secret it was always going to happen. It was just a matter of how it was going to happen. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a sec. By the way, special big hello to our mates at Bob Jane T-Marts. Thanks for sponsoring the show. We wouldn't be here without you. And of course, Bob Jane T-Marts get 25% off Bridgestone, Copia passenger and SUV tyres at Bob Jane T-Marts. Best tyre price guarantee. Time on Off the Bench to look back on the news of the week. Yeah, there's been a bit. Um, some news that came out uh, at the end of the week. Jack DeBellin will face trial in November. Not a lot for us to say about this, but this has been going through. Uh, is it a pre-trial process, Sat? Yeah, pre-trial, yeah. So with the pre-trial, they argue evidence, and yep. then the decision at the end of that is made about whether a, a jury would be able to come up with a verdict. Yeah. So right. hence, the next one is that, um, yeah, you you have to stand trial. Yeah. It is in November for Jack DeBellin. hasn't played... Since what's 2018? Hasn't yeah. played since 2018, so he's been out of the game a couple of years. On full pay though, he's been stood down with full pay. Which yeah. is I only learnt that today. I thought that was was really interesting. I guess you're innocent until proven guilty. Absolutely. And then the argument yeah. is, should he be been allowed to play after yeah. a certain period out of the game? Um, yeah. I always thought that I like the the no fault policy, uh, the stand down policy. I, I, I do like it. I I just feel as though that. DeBellin, yes, should have sat some time out of the game, but then he should have been probably allowed to come through the second-tier system for a period of time. Still out of sight, out of mind, but mm. still uh, have the ability to play the game. Mind you, that hasn't been playing anyway. No, this true. year it hasn't, but no. last year it yeah, was. True. So, um, yeah, it was meant to be in Feb- February, the trial, but um, there something happened to one of the witnesses and also uh, some of the evidence as well. So... Um, They've well, now put it forward to November, so yeah, it's yeah. you know it's, again, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty traumatic time for everyone involved, including 
the, the, um, the alleged the victim, victim yeah. who has to go through the process. And again, of course, we're not suggesting by this going to trial anyway that uh, Jack DeBellin is guilty or anything. He'll have his day in court. And He's pled not guilty to four counts. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, we'll see how that unfolds in November. As we mentioned off the top of the show, Anthony Seabold has departed the Broncos Satsi. Do you mind if I call you Satsi? <laughs> it's a term of endearment, isn't it? Do you like Satsi or do you prefer Sats or would you rather Scott? Satsy from a friend, so you call me Sats or Scott. Oh, oh, oh wow. So, yeah, that's oh, okay. Oh, the burn. He's departed the Broncos. Yep. Uh, first question, and it's interesting. I was making a coffee, and we're just talking about this. Who takes over from the Broncos? Jeez, there's a massive, massive PR yeah, oh, campaign for, for Kevy to take over. I've flipped back and forth with this, Jace, and I've come to the conclusion, you know, you've known all week I've been saying it's the Brisbane Broncos, they're going through a, they're going through a healing process. I mean, they're hurting at the moment. And it's not their operation, their leagues club, you know, the, the commercial side of the operation. It's more so the football operation, the rugby yep. league office. Yeah. So how do they, how do they get back to some, mending some of those those wounds that have continued just to to be exposed for a long period of time now through the last eighteen months? So, yeah, you know, I've come to the conclusion that Kevin Walters is the right person for that role, just to be able to engage the community, engage the fans, engage sponsors. You know, work the media really well to his favour and the club's favour. But then I, I start to think about Anthony Seabold, even though he was a Dallium coach of the year in his first year of coaching, he is still a rookie coach. And they signed him as a rookie coach to an extended deal. So I would be very apprehensive about signing another rookie coach, NRL rookie coach. And Kevy is an NRL rookie well, coach. He hasn't coached on a week-to-week basis in the NRL ever you, you as a could, head coach. You could, I was going to say, you call Seabold a rookie coach. I mean, he took South to the prelim he did. in his first year, but at least he had a whole year of coaching in the NRL. He had as a, you said, Kevy's had nothing. He had a great group of senior players that assisted him with the journey. Oh, it was a great South. And team. it was. And um, after winning the comp in 2014, they still, they still had you know, a very robust group. Guys that have played 250, yeah. 300 games. John Sutton, for example. Senior players like Burgess and and uh, Adam Reynolds. And you know, Cody Walker wasn't at that stage. But then you had Greg Inglis, who was captain at that stage as well. Not Sam Burgess and, and Sutton. So, so if it's not Kevy, who is it? Available right now. I think you've got to go for an experienced campaigner. And I think unless Paul Green has – and I'm, I've got no doubt he has. Unless Paul Green has learnt from his last – experience at the Cowboys. And what I mean by learn is that for more reports, uh, you walk into the room with Paul Green as a coach and as a player, you don't know what mood he's in. And for a, for a player, you want to know that a coach is always approachable, yeah. has your best interest yeah. at heart. Yeah. And some of the reports back that is that at, towards the end there that, that that wasn't happening with Paul Green. Now, I hope that he's learnt from that. For more reports, he has made comments that he, he his gruff nature has to improve. And He's dealing with a different athlete now, where you can't be, you can't be a dictator all the time. Um, so if he's learnt from those experiences, I think he, him being an experienced coach, which he's won a premiership, he's taken another team to a grand final without two of the best players in the game, the front row, Matty Scott and Jonathan Thurston. I, I feel as though they need experience. Mm. He's a local Brisbane lad as well from Wynnum. So I feel as though that he would be the best option out of out of the two most glaring ones they got at the moment. All righty. Um, so no rookie coach for you. You need an experienced coach, and as you say, probably Green's the the only one. 
What does um, Anthony Seabold do now? I know he's going out to a farm with a mate of his, jumping on a horse. I, th- I thought he would have enough of horses uh, by now. <laughs> uh, jumping on a horse, he's got about $1.5 to $1.7 million in his back pocket. What does he do now? He's always been a guy, Anthony Seabold, that wants to continue educating himself. And I think what he'll do is, he'll, I think he'll have a 12-month hiatus where he'll just go and continue to maybe explore other sports. Uh, access other coaches and yep. other sports, access their systems, um, look into the mindset of various coaches and how they deal with their, their playing groups and their organisations. And then I think you'll make a decision after 12 months about whether it's returning at second tier level, which I think is above that, uh, maybe being an assistant. So you're talking about Queensland Cup or New well, South Wales Cup? Yeah. Yep. Or... UK Super League roles may become available. And I think I think that's probably not a bad transition for him, to be quite honest. So get over there, win a premiership. Resell um, yourself. That, that'd that be the quickest way to becoming a head coach in the NRL again, wouldn't it, instead of being an assistant coach? And, and can he be a, an assistant coach? He's been a very good assistant coach in the past, and it's yeah, really difficult he's had to go a taste backwards. Now. Yeah, yeah. But there's been a lot of really good coaches that have had head coaching roles, like Trent Barrett, David Ferner, these sort of ex-players that have gone into coaching that have been assistant coaches, head coaches, have lost their head coaches' roles, have become really good assistant coaches, but then have become sought after when it comes to head coaching roles. But he's been the head coach of arguably two of the largest clubs in the game, the Rabbitohs and the Broncos. And probably exposed to a little bit more scrutiny than other coaches as well. It's got to be difficult for a coach to feel as though that he has uh, improved in certain areas. Um, that are pertinent to this day and age as a, as a yeah. professional athlete. But the best part about what Anthony Seabell's got to do now is, one, he's got some money out of that yeah. deal, which he's... He's entitled to. He's entitled to. Yeah. The, the club's got to take a lot of responsibility yeah. for signing him to a five-year deal un, yep. you know, after one year of coaching. So he's got some money in the bank. He's got the ability for 12 months to go away and really find out what sort of coach months. he wants to be. Jesus, I don't know how much you spend per year, mate. That'll be, that'll, I'm done. I'm buying a shack in Bali and I'm just sitting on the beach, mate, with that much money. God, how much coin one year? Is that how much you burn through in a year, about 1.7 mil? Well, he'll lose he'll lose probably a third of that to tax. Oh, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, tax. Mm-hmm. He's going to spend some time with his daughter too, which is which is great and which is needed. Now, he's, I think he's moving back to Sydney, which is which is good for him. Just yeah, to, well, from all reports, he yeah, needs to. She's yeah, in year twelve, finishing yeah. year twelve, and, and you need your you need your you need your parents. Well, around. every girl needs their daddy around. Absolutely, mine tell me they don't need me, uh, and sometimes I think they don't. Sats, <laughs> um, Cowboys coaching job interviewing underway. Now that's down yep. to Toddy Payton. Well, I thought it was his job. I thought it was his. Well, it's, no one's. Ever job, but he was the favourite. Why is he not the favourite now? He's the favourite. Yeah, but he was. My whispers were, and I don't know who told me, um, but he it was basically his. He's doing a great job at the Warriors. Tremendous job, unbelievable job. Given the circumstances, um, he's got a great attitude. Um, why all of a sudden now has he come back to the pack? Do you think? Well, I don't think I think he came back to the pack a few weeks ago. John Cartwright, from all accounts, was was one of the favourites. Um, Toddy Payton with the Warriors continuing to rise in stocks. Uh, his his stocks have risen also, and I think he's the overall favourite at the moment. Now he's a really good mate of mine, Toddy, and he's a very good coach. He's highly articulate. Was a tremendous rugby league player as well, and from all reports, a really good coach. Some clubs are apprehensive about Toddy because when he's been an, an, an assistant at other 
clubs, the head coach has always been in trouble. So the insinuation is, is that is he behind the pressure that gets put on the head coach? Oh, come on. No, I, I, no I, I don't buy into the theory. I'm just talking about what the discussions and who, chatter so is around rugby league. Obviously, Stephen Kearney, who was the other one? Uh, Mick Potter at the West Tigers. Oh, come on. So, Please, yeah, Mick, no, Mick Potter. Like I'm saying, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buying into it. I think he should get I forgot the, he was a coach. I, I think he should get the Cowboys job based on what he's been able to do in a really short period of time, a really quick turnaround after the sacking of Stephen Kearney. What he's been able to do with that group is quite amazing. To be able to... He lost half his team. They went back to New Zealand. He I know. He just gets on with it. He's, he's challenged them publicly as well, Hasn't which I think he? you need to do. Um, they look completely different now, don't they? Yeah. Sean Wayne is another one from, from Wigan. He's been successful in, in the UK Super League. Uh, I, I, no chance. Well, my research – well, you know what? Because the English players have brought so much to this this game, your, your Suttons and your Batemans and your Hodgsons and your, um, your semi-Burgesses and – um, now, young Georgie Williams. You know, it's there's a mindset that maybe a coach will bring another brand of rugby league to our game as well, a far more expansive game, an attacking game of rugby league, which we know doesn't work in here because you have to have a defence mentality. He'd melt in Townsville. <laughs> bring out that pasty white skin. Yeah. It'd blister. Yeah, in five minutes. No, so scratch him. I've um I've done my own research on him uh, with with uh, one of the expansion bid teams yeah. in Brisbane, and my research that I've got back is to he's a very good coach. Um, but possibly not NRL made. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Johnny Cartwright, like I said, is one so of Johnny the, the favourites. So let's scratch the pond. John and Josh Car- Hannay, the current as the interim coach, who's a very good coach, is well thought of by the playing group, the staff, and all the departments love his communication skills and how inclusive he is. The players but love can playing he coach? for him. Can he coach? Well, can, he, can he coach at that level? I mean, he, there's no him- definition of what a good coach is. There's the, the definition of the closest you get definition to a good coach is do you have the clubs and the players' uh, best interests at heart, first and foremost? Um, analytically, are you able to look at multiple platforms with your your opposition, your own playing group, your your junior development programs, all those areas? You know, you've got to be a psychologist. You've got to be yep. a father figure. You've, yep. There's a lot of these areas that you've got to dip your toe into now as a coach. You're close to two of those, three of those candidates, right? Because yep. we're discounting the POM. Yep. Um, Cardi, does he have all that? I think he would have. I think he's a tremendous assistant coach. I think he's learned a lot from his time away from head coaching from the Gulf Coast He wasn't Titans. that bad at the Titans, well, was Well, took he? him to a preliminary final with yeah. a very strong playing group. I know yeah. the players really like playing for him. Yep. First and foremost. He's got a really big influence also on your junior development pathways. It's like, right. like that Phil Gould sort of approach. He yeah. likes to take the holistic approach. Yeah. Uh, and the best part about him is he's, he keeps everything really simple. He's, and players respect him. One, he was a great player. But two, he's a man's man. Yeah, so, good bloke, Cardi. Really good guy. So, um, But based on all of that, based and, on what's – Toddy? Toddy Payton. Who, who would it be out of those two, do you think? I'd say Toddy because he's a current first-grade coach. And he's getting results at the moment with a really difficult task. It's that time for an Off The Bench Friday Night Preview. All right, let's get into it. Tonight's game, the Roosters versus the Broncos at the SCG. And I love your opening line here, Sats. This could be one of the biggest stories of the year. Biggest defeat in NRL history or the biggest upset. What are the Roosters? Got the Broncos at 11-1 to to win. Mm. And the start, I think, with the bookies and gamble responsibly is about 23.5 points. 
I think that's unders. I I've taken the Roosters 13 plus. Well, I think that's I think I, it's I a safe know. bet. I think it's a safe bet. Like I, I said, it, it's either one of the biggest uh, upsets of the 2020 year or probably the modern the modern era. I think I think the I think the Broncos will get within three tries. Mm-hmm. I think now that this whole Anthony Seabold thing has sorted itself out. Now that 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 monkey is off their back, and the talk about the he hasn't got the plays, and all, they've played better well, under they, Gentle. They've well, actually looked they've looked okay last, last week. Well, the week was before, the Dragons. Yes. The week before they were horrible. Second yeah, half was disgraceful. Yeah, oh, that's right. Embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. But last Forget week, that, there'll be more yeah, than four tries. Last week, at least they played with a bit of spirit. Yeah, but it was the Dragons too. So yeah, but to... the Dragons are one of those sides. Also, they've got a lot of speed. They can they can actually create havoc for you. They've done it to a few teams this year, but. Um, yeah, they played with a little bit of spirit last week, but the Broncos, they're just keeping their head above water at the moment. And uh, the Roosters, they're getting some stars back. About to ask you, who's coming back for them? Well, there's Daniel Tupo. Uh, Boyd Corden has been cleared to play as well after That's those good news. Knocks. Yeah, absolutely. How, he's been out for about a month, five weeks. Oh, yes, longer than that. Yeah, about yeah. five or six weeks. Yeah, Jared Wurry Hargraves last week. Um, I think Brett Morris has got a fitness test before the game. Yeah, they've got Josh Morris back. So they're starting to get the, the remnants of what is a – their premiership side last year. They're still yet to get Sonny, named Sonny Bill Williams. Now, he's been named in the 19, um, so he can't be named for this game at the last moment. But I think he'll play next week. Against the Raiders? Against the Raiders. Yeah, well, they want an extra 1,500 people to turn up down there just to boo him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. Yeah, so, um, um, yeah, it, it could go either way, this this game. Well, the Broncos, Milford's out, Haas is out. Um, He's the bigger one. Payne Haas is the yeah, biggest one. Milford, forget about it. Um, if you're hearing, if you're a coach and you're coming into the Broncos next year, I mean, Milford would be the first one to get rid of, right? Well, you try and offload him purely because of his salary cap, what he who takes would, up. Who would take him? Yeah, you know, the thing about it is we talked about the coaches before, which is Kevy Walters. Kevy Walters actually gets the best out of Anthony Milford when he was there as an assistant. He gets the best out of Anthony Milford. So do you take that risk and try and get the best out of your your highest paid player for one year when he comes off contract next year or do you do you make the sacrifice now and try and sell him to another club for half the money and start again but sats as a head coach a bit different to being an assistant coach right mm. you've got to look after everyone yep and you might not be able to spend as much oh, you, time you, with your you do have to look after Norfolk, everyone but you've you still got to have mean? those individual relationships a- absolutely mm. but maybe not as much time look i, I look i don't know um no Kiri. Um, for the Roosters tonight, mm. does that hurt them at all? Absolutely, yeah. They've got a new new halves combination. Um, Who is it? Well, it's Drew Hutchison, the the really big five eight, and he is he's a he's a big body. Where does he Co- come from? Kyle Flanagan. He's been in, he was with the Dragons, played first grade with the Dragons as a young player, and then Kyle Flanagan back in after the injury to Lockie Lamb. So uh, a really young and inexperienced halves combination, and um, without Kiri there. They'll be, you know, they'll be different for the first twenty twenty five minutes. I think I expect this just to be domination through the forwards because yeah. that is what they know. That's what's familiar to the Roosters. Their forward pack has always remained intact. So I don't see the halves playing a huge role in the game, but I think it'll be all about all about what's coming out of dummy half. Young Freddie Lussick when he comes on the big forward pack. Your Morris boys out in the edges. Daniel Tupo, you know, bombing to the wings. Tedesco just sniffing around, but. Um, they're still dangerous, no matter who's on the field. Rightio. Listen, we're going to have a look at uh, last night's game next. The Mighty Rabbitohs, 38-0 over 
the eels. I was very happy at home having a, a quiet drink and I had a roast last night, some baked potatoes, a bit of gravy down my shirt. Did you make the roast or not? No, of course no. not. No, no, no. Don't go there. I said thank you to my wife as well. I got in trouble, so I didn't say thank you straight away. That's a different story. We'll get to that later. This is Off the Bench. Bob JT Marts. Get 25% off Bridgestone and Copia passenger and SUV tyres at Bob JT Marts. Best tyre price guarantee. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T Mart's tyre and wheel specialist. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T Mart's tyre and wheel specialists. Oh, goes to Tatola, Tatola to Walker. Walker, beautiful hands, Mitchell, even better hands, and it'll find out wide Corey Allen, who will score a try for the Bunnies. First blood to South Sydney. That was outstanding. Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell linking up with the winger and Corey Allen scores 4-0 south in front and Knights tackled two metres away from the line. Make it a metre away from the line by the time he's stopped by the Eels' defence. Now Reynolds, long pass. Masters, little flick pass. Polo for the corner. Will score a try. Great pass from Masters. And Paulo will go in and score South's second try of the night in the corner. Now it's with Reynolds at first receiver. Jinking oh. showing, giving it to Walker. Walker against Gutherson. Steps around Gutherson. Sets sail Whoa. for the line. Cody Walker. Under the post. The bunny's on fire. Ten left in the first half. South's 14. Parramatta nil. Last tackle here for South. Reynolds. Puts in a kick. It's a ricochet. Sewer has got a try. Gee. Well. Try to Jaden Sewer. There was a ricochet, and Jaden Sewer will score the try. It's been awarded 20 points to nil. South in front of Parramatta. Hook the dummy half. 15 away from the line. Centre field. Uh, long pass oh. out wide. Quick hands. Here's Campbell Graham. Steps. Scores. 26 points to nil. Campbell Graham got the ball with plenty of room to oh. move. This is a carve-up. Here's Reynolds. Goes here to Allen. Allen fires it out to Paulo. Paulo back inside to Reynolds. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He'll score. That is great stuff. Adam Reynolds with the try. 32-0. South in front. The Walker. Slip. Now gets a pass to Allen. Allen passes away to Campbell Graham. Steps back towards the inside. Scores. Campbell Graham with the try. You want to try, you want to try, you get a try. Everyone scoring in the back line for South. It's 36 points to nil. How's um, that's NRL Nation from last night? Alan, Alan, I feel like I'm stuck in an ep- uh, one of those movies, The Hangover. Yeah, you have to. Alan. In those games when it's, what, 38 <laughs> nil in the end, you sort of have to try and find something to amuse yourself. So you come up with little nicknames. Um, Corey Allen, Allen, Allen. Alan, so <laughs> he was outstanding. Latrell Mitchell went off injured, of course. That's the big talking point from that win uh, the Rabbitohs had, had over the Eels. Uh, injured hamstring, uh, friendly fire from uh, Jackson Paulo, oh. his young winger. Oh. Yeah, when they actually, when Dylan Brown, we thought was going to be a try to Dylan Brown, which was actually brought back by the bunker. Yeah, so it looks as though he'll be out for a minimum of four weeks. Grade three? Grade three, which. What, how bad is that, Sats? That's bad. Is it? That's bad. Yeah. But then again. That's just from a uh, – that's a prognosis without a scan at the moment. 
So at the moment, it's going to be a minimum four weeks. We know that. I guess the good news was it was lower. Not up high. Not up high. Yep. Up high is a tear, right? Yeah. Completely so, off the bone. Well, not completely off the bone, but, but the higher it is, the, worse. Uh, the harder it is to recover. So um, so many moving parts around it. But anyway, it's, um, Latrell Mitchell was outstanding for a lot of people who thought that he was never going to be a success at fullback. He looks super fit. And he came up with a play in the 36th minute. It was a big play. What I was referring to was um, he retrieved a ball on his dead ball line. He beat some chasing defenders. He steps Mike Acevo, bumps off Michael Jennings, and then passes the ball and creates this 40 metres of madness. It was incredible. It was an amazing play. It's a huge play. So he had a huge influence on the game. His last touches to um, to his outside backs to score tries, Campbell Graham and Jackson Paulo, Corey Allen and co. Was, again, it was outstanding. But um, what a performance by the Rabbits. I didn't see it coming. I didn't think – I thought the Eels just had too much firepower. But that's, unf- that's where the Parramatta Eels are going wrong. Yeah. There's a famous line in – White Man Can't Jump, the movie with Woody Harrelson. We're going to Sizzler? No, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> where he says, you'd rather, look, you'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. And that's what Parramatta are doing at the moment. They want to do all the fancy stuff. They want to be, they want to be front page of how many points they've scored mm-hmm. rather than being a team that's had to roll up the sleeves, get in the trenches, and take a, another team to a really, really dark place that no one's really comfortable in being. They're not willing to go to those those depths to win a game. My favourite line from that movie was, we're going Sizzler. That, that's just... <laughs> that's just you because it's food-based. Well, of yeah, course. of course, yes. Yep. And that, that pumpkin yeah. soup, mate. How could do those croutons? My God. Um, <laughs> great win by South. Uh, they're now in fifth. Um, Storm next week. Jeez, that sets up a nice, juicy game on Friday night. Or Storm stars all coming back. Without Latrell, it makes it pretty difficult. I don't think it does. Oh please! I don't. I think. I think you'd love. You prefer to have him there. Johnson will go back to fullback, mate. They they they're doing all right. They're doing okay. Do you know what they need a real shake up in the front row? Um, the Parramatta Eels. I think Oregon Kafusi is a young, just hungry front row. Needs to probably be thrown in the starting pack or a, a fire shot over the bow at uh, Regan Campbell Gillard and and Junior Paulo, their right-side defence was absolutely mm. disgusting. Mm. Ryan Madison, Wunga Blake, and also Blake Ferguson. It was disgusting. Mitchell Moses, they really need to tidy that up because South Sydney just exposed them at, at every opportunity. The form of walk on Reynolds. Again, Reynolds, after being questioned by Gary Scorfield, the great POM, that the Aussie halves aren't really up to scratch anymore, they're not inventive, they don't dominate games. He's gone to another level since being one of the the main focuses of that criticism. Uh, again, he got our NRL Nation Metricon three points last night. Cody Walker was second with a hand hand in a number of tries in the first half. Um, they've they've sent a real warning to the rest of the competition that if you're going to beat us, you got to beat our two halves. Yeah, it was good to see him combined for a try last night. You, you never see, see that. You, you never, never see, see seven it. to six anymore. No. Nah. And for for. Cody Walker not to worry about being a passer and just run onto a beautiful little pass, stand up Clint Gutherson like he was oh. like he was sitting on his Yeah. Sitting. No longer he's he's Prince Gutho. He's oh. been knocked down from <laughs> King. He went around him. Yeah, he did. Um, gave him a cold going past him, scored under the post. It was it was great to see. You know what? South look fantastic when Walker's running. When Cody Walker realizes that his speed is his greatest asset, and he Absolutely. does realize it, and he just yeah. thinks, I've got to run, yeah. I've got to commit someone, yeah. and then I've got to deliver, yeah. rather than trying to step, trying to be fancy, uh, trying to do the, the delicate little plays, 
he he just if he backs his speed, there's not many in the in the comp in his position that can go with him. Going to change codes during the week. Uh, we caught up with um, GWS head coach Leon Cameron. Pretty impressive, wasn't he, mate? What a good bloke. In fact, so impressive, he's actually got his interview being played in an NRL show on the weekend. Um, this is our catch-up with Leon Cameron during the week. There's been a fair bit of rubbish talk around, and there always is the pressure that comes with the job, high-profile job. How do you cope with that? Does that, does that get to you around your, your coaching? I think what's probably happened this year is that, which has been a little bit probably hard to fathom but with a lot of people, is that um, the, the level of commentary has been probably quite interesting. And I understand that, you know, to be relevant in this market, you've got to probably, you know, make some you know, pretty interesting comments. But but in saying that, it's sort of last year, this year, like if you're not winning, you're in the win, we're in a win-loss business, let's be honest. If you're winning, then the commentary is low, unless you're, you know, messing up in other areas. If you're losing, then you're opening yourself up. And uh, when you actually apply for a job like this... Um, then that's what happened. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and Wheel Specialist. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and Wheel Specialists. Yeah, welcome back to Off the Bench. Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews here, or Satsy and Jace are our preferred names. Hey, listen, Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Gun Queensland jockey Bailey Northdrift has been cleared to return to racing next weekend after breaking his jaw at Trackworth oh. last month. Have you ever? Did you break a jaw? Yep, nineteen ninety four. My own teammate, I clashed heads with him, Ooh. broke my jaw just in one spot underneath the. Up underneath the ear, the right ear. How long? How long were you out for? Uh, Ten weeks, eleven weeks. Wow. Mm. And what were the thick shakes? That's the best thing about having something wrong with your mouth is just you just live on Macca's thick shakes. Just lived on, yeah. Just lived. On, I did actually lived on milkshakes. Like back then, it wasn't protein. There weren't so many protein no, shakes no. back then. It was sort of double ice cream, Milo, a lot of Milo. Yeah. So you're more of a chocolate fan. What is your favourite milkshake? Oh, chocolate. My father-in-law loves lime. What? Yeah, disgusting. Do you live in Canberra at all when no, they come with the lime milk? New Zealand. Oh, yeah, that explains a lime. lot, doesn't it? Lime? Yeah, no. No. Don't like it. See, I like cho- chocolate's the go-to. Caramel when I'm feeling really naughty because it's a bit sweeter. Well, I see. I, you know Adam McDougall? Mm. He's got his own yeah. business, The Man Shake, yeah. which I, I love it. It's outstanding. And I always get chocolate, but they threw in a caramel for some reason and not chocolate. I thought, oh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it's outstanding. See, I think vanilla, I'm going back, I'm moving away from man shakes to milkshakes, um, which I'm an expert on. Vanilla, what a waste of a time. I know. That's, who came up with a vanilla? Can you it, just have milk? Yeah, it's worse than all of them. What? Banana. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, Buddy, no. Buddy, no. outside. No. I love banana <laughs> smoothies. A bit no. of honey. No way. Chuck some muesli in there. Makes me even know you vomit. Sausage roll. I gag if I sp- smell really? the banana, yeah. The, the banana. I love love banana bread, but can't drink or eat bananas. How much banana? That crappy banana bread you buy with the chocolate chips, by the way, that is nice once you put it in the tub. How much banana do you actually think is in that? <laughs> do you think there's any banana it's in enough. It's enough. The only banana that's in that banana bread is the word on the label. That's about it. Where were we? Racing Queensland. Yes. Rising superstar Kisakano's passed a barrier test in Toowoomba this week, clearing her to run at Eagle Farm on Saturday. That's the latest broken jaw and milkshake stories. For the latest Queensland racing news, uh, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing and remember to gamble responsibly. 
Who gets a mention in our Off The Bench Performance of the Week? Yeah, that went south pretty quickly, didn't it? Um, can I start with uh, my uh, Performance of the Week very quickly? Yep. How can you go past Adam Reynolds? Mm. How can you go past him from Thursday night? Look, I know it's a team effort, but, mate, this guy's been in form the last three weeks. And the reason why I keep want to keep talking Adam, Adam Reynolds up is, one, I'm a big South supporter. <laughs> Two was I actually picked him to win the Dally M Award at the start of Did the year. Did you really? Yes. Oh, wow. With you and Badge. Mm-hmm. And third, it's really interesting, him and a few of the other boys at uh, South are off the grog. Four weeks. Liam Martin. Liam Knight, you mean? Liam Knight. Um, also, Adam Reynolds. and Was it Cody Walker? Cody Walker. And Damien Cook, I think. Yeah, there's yeah, four yeah. of them. Are, yeah. off, off the booze. And they haven't been beaten since then. It's interesting. His form has improved out of sight mm. since then. The other thing I want to point out here, and yep. I just we talk about it, and we we've, we saw it with um, who was it? Parramatta was it Ferguson or the smile on the face of Adam Reynolds on Thursday night when he scored that try? I just love that about any player who loves before it even doing. put the ball down. Before I even put, the, I would yeah. have done that. But the thing no, is... No, it's great. I, I loved it. I, I love when they th- show their emotion. He's usually, he's another one we spoke about earlier. People have got ice in their veins. He's the same. I love it when you're watching a football... You hear so much negativity about footballers nowadays because that's what gets clicks, right? Mm-hmm. But I love watching rugby league players or any sports person enjoying what they're doing and having fun. And I think that sends a great message to kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, mate, what's your performance of the week? My performance of the week is a coach by the name of Matt Labram. Now, what sport's he in? Do you know? Basketball? No, he's a high school football coach in America, in Utah. He suspended all 80 players on his team after he learned that some of them were cyberbullying a student, being rude and disrespectful to teachers and um, cutting classes. So now they have to earn back the opportunity to play for his side by doing community service and acting better off the field. That's fantastic. How good's that? That's great. Hey, um, that reminds me mm-hmm. of a show I've been watching on Apple Plus, um, Ted Lasso. Oh, it's a new one with uh, Jason DeSudeikis, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, what's he from? He's from um, The Hangover. Ah, it is too. There it is. Is it The Hangover? No. No, no that's not. No, no, no. He's... That's not Stuart. No. Stu, that's not Stu. No, he's from... Um... Oh, you think horrible that. bosses? Oh, right, okay, mate. Yeah, it's a good show. Mm. How he was a uh, college football coach, and he's gone soccer yeah. coach, isn't he? Yeah, and now he's a, a an EPL coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in London. So anyway, that's our performances of the week. Hey, listen, before we go to a break, uh, let's have a look at the Saturday outlook. Get Dad something he'll love this Father's Day at Auto One. Former Holden Holden Racing Team driver Mark Scaife. One of the legends of the sport says the next generation of supercars must have some level of General Motors involvement to keep fans engaged. I agree. Um, I was in the presence of Dick Johnson during the week, and yep. I was, and and Dick obviously is you know co-owner of DJR. Yep. And I said to him, I don't like the Mustangs. What'd he say? He, he wouldn't goes, either. I don't think. I don't think. He, no, he does. Yeah. But he said, mate, they're the same chassis, just got a different frame on yep. them, and that's why it looks different to the Mustangs you see. On the street. On the street, yeah. I'd hate to lose the Holden Commodore to supercar racing because it's big. I, I thought it was a bigger car. He goes, no, actually, they're the same size. Mm. I, I didn't even know that. But, yeah, I think they've got to stay involved somehow. I'd, 
I don't know. What I don't want it to go to the the Holden Trailblazer or you know the yeah. I know there are some you traditions I mean? you don't want to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. And and mate, losing it's like getting the rid Falcon. of South Sydney out of the NRL. Absolutely, mm. but losing the Falcon itself was you know that was bad enough. Um, because General Motors might be involved next year. It's left the Virgin Australia Supercar Championship in limbo with no obvious successor to the ZB, ZB Commodore. Scaife likened the loss of Holden to that of other major sporting codes, losing uh, day one team. So obviously like South Sydney. Five-time Supercars champion said that fan retention ultimately relies on maintaining a level of General Motors presence in the sport. You don't, you don't want those Holden fans just walking away from the sport. So, Are you a Holden or a Ford man? Um, I'm holding because I'm a Wing Cup fan. Mm. I like Jamie Wing Cup. But I, I can, I'm happily flipped. My Toyota Corolla means, which I drive, means I can stay neutral. <laughs> so I don't want to see, by the way, I don't want to see my Toyota Corolla 2006 model with the fading paint. I don't want to see that <laughs> in the supercars next year. Supercars racing this weekend as well in Townsville should be fantastic. Wing Cup, he loves this circuit. Absolutely loves this circuit. Uh, racing all weekend. Auto One's the number one shot for dads who really love cars this Father's Day. This is Off the Bench. Back in a sec with tips for round 16. And we'll find out what we're looking forward to this weekend next on Off the Bench. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's tyre and wheel specialists. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's tyre and wheel specialists. The winners, the losers, the how and the why. Let's get stuck into our off-the-bench footy tips. All right, Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Warriors taking on the Knights. Sats, who do you like? I like the Knights, but I'm not quite sure with this one because um, going to Tamworth obviously has uh, held a pretty close yeah, and special place yeah. in the uh, in the hearts of the Warriors, players and officials. And, and also, the people of Tamworth. Yeah. yeah, because they're a big reason why why the, the competition is uh, still proceeding. So, But I'm going to take the Knights. Um, I'm not doing it with a lot of confidence. I just think their Ford pack is just probably a little bit more experienced than the, the Warriors pack. All right. Sharks versus Cowboys, 5.30 p.m. Sharks. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can I just say I'm taking the Warriors? Yeah, you like the Warriors. I do like the Warriors. I, mean, I, love what, I love what Roddy Payton mm-hmm. is doing there. Um, I like the Sharks as well. 7.30, Wests versus Panthers. I'm taking West Tigers. What? I'm going to kick myself, I think. But with no Apicorosau, no Viliami Kikau, uh, I feel as though the West Tigers with Harry Grant back can cause an upset. Rightio. Sunday Arvo, uh, 4 o'clock game, Storm versus the Seagulls. Storm. The Sunshine Coast. Yeah, that yeah they're hurting the Seagulls. And this game too, uh, GIO Stadium, 6.30 on Sunday night. God, I love me Sunday night football. <laughs> I keep forgetting it's on the late game. I, lo- I don't. Mm. I don't. I, just I, I think the Raiders will win this quite comfortably. You against reckon? the Bulldogs, yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. Mm. Um, yeah, I just can't see the Bulldogs getting even close to that. Um, that could be, actually, that could be a very hurtful game for yep. the Bulldogs. Mm. All right, mate, before we uh, leave... Before we go, on Off the Bench, what's got us excited across the weekend of sports? Mate, what's got you excited? You're doing a little bit of gardening this weekend, aren't you? You've got a tiny little garden? Yeah, it moved into a new place about four weeks ago and just got this tiny little garden, but it's still got the sale plants in it. You know, the ones that they just put in there just to decorate. Oh, is this a brand new joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm yes. um, I'm doing that. Um, my, I've, my toilet is clogged, so I've got to fix that. 
Uh, did you? You haven't visited too my much house. Fiber? You visited my house? No, mate. I so just, that's where what you I'm live. Doing. It's too dangerous. For that's me, what mate. I'm have, That's what I'm doing this weekend. It's the wrong side of the tracks for me, yeah. mate. I wouldn't go there. Uh, you know what I'm looking forward to this weekend? I got my favourite pizza place tonight. Every Friday night. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. What sort of pizza do you get? And Saturday night. Um, it's a, it's an Italian, but it's got everything. It's got pepperoni, jalapenos, um, mints. Mints. Uh, yeah, like as in minties. No mints. Oh, mints. As mints in, as oh, in yeah, beef yeah, mints. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I suggest you buy Domino's. I've got shares. I must say, I've got shares in Domino's. <laughs> so I, I encourage that. <laughs> hey, mate, I'm looking forward to watching the PGA, the BMW Championships. I love it. You've it's been the watching a lot of this, one. haven't you? Yeah. Mm. This is the second last tournament, um, and then they whittle down to the top thirty next weekend, which yep. would be fantastic. And I'm looking forward to the Swans and Port Adelaide as well. Looking forward to that. That's first versus sixteen. I think we'll get killed. <laughs> this has been off the bench for Bob Jane T Mart's Tyrone Will Specialist. Catch you next week, Sats. See ya.